What's going on guys? It's just another critic back with another video. As you already know, after the week goes by, we go over the biggest takeaways from that specific week. This week we're going over week six and a lot of things went down, lots of upsets. We're going to talk about that. Um, as of today, I've go, I'm, I'm, I'm going to be going over the, about four of the biggest takeaways that I took from week six. First one, like I mentioned, multiple top 25 upsets, multiple top 10 upsets. Um, uh, from the top 10, we had LSU, OU, Oklahoma, and Auburn. I knew that this was inevitable. I didn't think any of these teams would stay undefeated. Obviously, Auburn had already lost from LSU in previous weeks, now losing to Mississippi State. Uh, LSU and Auburn are kind of running into the same issues. Offensively, they just can't get it together. They just haven't figured it out. A lot of us had high expectations for Jared Stidham at Auburn and thought he would they would be contending uh, for a college football playoff spot. But now with two losses on their resume and they still haven't played Alabama yet, it's almost inevitable that they will not be competing for this uh, college football playoff unless they can win out, beat Bama, win the SEC championship. That's the only route that they're going to have in order to actually get into the conversation. Uh, that being said, Oklahoma also lost against Texas, as we had seen. Uh, that was kind of surprising to me. I really don't think Texas is that great. But as we already know, Oklahoma, unlike LSU and Auburn's problem, they can play offense. They just can't play defense. And this is no surprise. That was the biggest question mark coming into this season. Are they going to are they gonna have answers for their problems that have continued to plague this team um, for seasons now? And as we already saw, Coach got fired. We had an upset with Michigan State taking on Northwestern. I actually called that in my upset alerts of the week, which was Michigan State and Stanford, and both came through. And then we had Oklahoma State losing to Iowa State. Um, I thought I, Oklahoma State would have had no issue getting the W. I did think it was going to be a close one, but Oklahoma State and Iowa State Oklahoma State has always struggled versus Iowa State. I have no reason why. Probably should have threw them on my upset alerts, but that's all right. Moving along, Texas. Now, if you're a Texas fan and you're watching this, my personal opinion, Texas is not back. A lot of people are saying Texas is back. They've got some nice wins on their resume. Um, you know, this, this, and that. Now, here's why I just don't believe that Texas is back just yet. I think they're definitely much better than they have been in the past few years. Um, you know, Coach Herman's taking over and he's doing some great things with this team. Now, defense has played good at times, but, you know, they they just allowed 45 points to Oklahoma, which is expected because Oklahoma's just a high-scoring team. Um, and they put up 48, and a lot of people are going to say, yo, dude, they just put up 48 against Oklahoma. But like I just mentioned in my last point, Oklahoma is not known for the defense and never has been. The quarterback, Sam Ellinger, um, I just don't think he's – I don't think he has all the tools he needs in order to compete uh, to not only win the Big 12, but as well as win or even get to the college football playoff. I would compare him to a Tebow, 
he's kind of a right-handed Tebow. He's a run-first quarterback, and when he's forced to throw, he's uncomfortable doing that. Now, you guys may argue, well, yeah, look at his, I mean, look at his st stats. He's got 11 throwing touchdowns, two interceptions. Statistically, it looks good, of course. But when when you can play a team, wh whether that be Oklahoma, and you can get your running game going, the passing game is going to be there inevitably because they're going to pack the box, look to stop the run, and look to force them to throw. But if they know the run is coming and they can't stop it, there's just you're not stopping anything. If you can't stop the run, you're really not stopping anything um, because if you can't force a team to be one-dimensional, that just doesn't help your defense at all. Um, I do see at least two more losses on their schedule. Like I said, they're a much better team than they have been in the past. Um, I just don't think they have what it takes this year collectively in order to compete for the Big 12 championship or even make it to the college football playoff. Uh, moving along, third biggest takeaway, Notre Dame. I did talk about, uh, talk about this team last week. Are they a college football playoff team? Like, are they worthy? And obviously after this week, they practically have a clear path to the college football playoff. Really all they have to do is win out. And they've pretty much played the chunk of all the hard games that they're going to run into this season. Um, they, The teams they have left to play, they've got Pitt next week, then Northwestern, then Navy, then Florida State, Syracuse, and USC. Now, None of these teams on paper should stand a chance against them. Um, but as you already know, they have a handful of teams on their schedule that likes to play upset. And that's teams like Northwestern, Navy, and Syracuse. USC, I just think they're too young to even compete with Notre Dame, so I don't think that's a big one. Pitt, I don't think they're going to have any chance either. Just physicality on both sides of the ball. They, they don't really stand a chance. But... Navy, it's always a triple option team that typically upsets any team, really, because triple option, even though you know what's coming, it's just so so much to, I guess, take in in one week um, when you're going over that film. You already know what they're going to do. They're going to run the ball, um, but most people can't stop it. But I'm confident that Notre Dame's going to have no issues there, um, and they're going to beat Navy. The only team on the schedule would probably be Syracuse because Syracuse does have a dynamic quarterback in Dungy. Um, but other than that, they have a clear path, like I said, to getting into the college football playoff. All they've got to do is finish up their schedule, um, go 12-0, and 0, and I don't see any reason why they shouldn't be in there if they stay undefeated. And at this point, uh, I would see the top four being Bama, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Clemson. As long as those teams stay undefeated, uh, regardless of whether or not Bama gets takes a loss, I think they're going to get in. But the other teams, Ohio State, Notre Dame, and Clemson, I do believe they're going to have to stay undefeated if they're going to want to get into the playoff. Um, but it also just depends on what's going on with the other teams, such as Washington, the Oklahomas, etc. cetera. Uh, moving along, the last takeaway of the week if you've been paying attention to Pac-12 play, it's just been rough, rough, man. The only undefeated team, I believe, that's left in the Pac-12 is Colorado. And I don't see them staying undefeated for the rest of the season. They've still got to play Washington, which, of course, should, um, 
I wouldn't say easily get that W, but they they're much better defensively than they are than they are uh, you know up against Colorado. Colorado doesn't play much defense. Um, they've got a pretty good quarterback in Montez, but Washington they're just going to be too much. And what I've noticed from Colorado is that they're they've just got one big play wide receiver. He actually scored every single touchdown in their last game. Uh, he he was he was responsible for every single point uh, for Colorado. Not too sure what his name was. He's number two, uh, but I mean Washington. Not only if they're even gonna compete for the college football playoff, they probably have the toughest route because a lot of it is actually out of their hands. Not only do they have to win out because as the season has gone along, their schedules looked weaker and weaker. Um, they lost to Auburn. Now Auburn has already two losses. Um, they've beaten, you know, a handful of other teams. Um, now they got Oregon coming up this week, but Oregon's schedule is weak as fu. Um, and then as they go along in their schedule, they still got to play Stanford. Stanford's already lost to Utah. Washington beat Utah. Um, Arizona State. I mean, really, their schedule as they go along doesn't really get stronger. It's it's just going to kind of fizzle out. So not only do they have to win out, but their schedule is not going to look as good. Um, but they need one of the undefeateds outside of the Pac-12, you know, such as the Notre Dames, Ohio States, someone like that, to lose to actually put them in the conversation of the committee. And like I said, their schedule really doesn't look that great anymore since Auburn began downtrending, um, as well as Stanford, with two losses. The inconsistency of the Pac-12 teams has just been a week-to-week thing. We haven't really seen anyone consistently play a dominant brand of football. We thought that was going to be Washington or even Stanford coming into this season. Um, but even Washington has struggled offensively, and they just ran into a close game versus uh, a zero-win UCLA team, um, and they just beat them by a touchdown. So there's no one team in the Pac-12 that's really kind of just walked over everyone just yet. I mean, people are going to argue that Colorado is 5-0, da 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 but really they haven't played anyone just yet. So, I mean, if anyone has a chance in the Pac-12 to get to the college football playoff, I personally believe it's Washington. We're going to go ahead and recap what I just went over. Number one, multiple top 25 upsets, like I mentioned. Um, We had LSU, OU, Auburn, Michigan State, Stanford, and Oklahoma State. Number two, kind of went over why Texas is not back and why I don't think they're going to compete for not only the Big 12 championship, um, but they're not even going to compete for the uh, college football playoff. Uh, Moving along, we had Notre Dame. I think they're going to go ahead and be there at the end of the season, one of the top four. And last but not least, we went over the Pac-12's last hope, which would be Washington, if anybody. Um, That being said, guys, if I miss something, drop them in the comments. If you agree, if you don't agree, I want to hear from you. Drop them in the comments, like I said, whether you agree or not. Um, Other than that, appreciate you guys stopping by. I appreciate you watching the video. Thanks for your time. This is Just Another Critic. Signing off. We'll catch you in the next one. Peace.